You're listening to the Work Utopia podcast, brought to you by WorkUtopia.com. This premier podcast is dedicated to bringing you the best advice and strategies on hiring amazing people, building a great company culture, and having a happy and fulfilling career. And now, here's your host, Alexander Lauren. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for joining me on the Work Utopia podcast. Today is April the 4th. Not too much going on. Got a good night's sleep last night. I've been getting up super early. I've been doing this for how long? The last two, maybe the last two weeks. Most of the mornings I have conditioned myself to get up at about 5.30. And the reason that I'm getting up extra early is I learned about this thing about the power hour. What did Tony Robbins call it? Tony Robbins calls it the power hours or 30 minutes to thrive or 15 minutes for, I don't know, fulfillment. I don't know. My wife had mentioned that she'd been doing that. I I had no idea she was doing any of that stuff. So I decided, well, I'm going to do this too. So I need to get up earlier and try to get this in my day because successful people do this sort of thing. And my goal is to replicate, duplicate, whatever successful people are doing. They're the teachers. I am the student and I love this power hour in the morning. I haven't quite given myself an hour, uh, mostly about half an hour, but it's great. It's great. It's really about moving the body, setting your intention. What do you plan to achieve to do? during the day, count your blessings, have some gratitude. It's all great stuff. It's time for yourself. It's just, it's wonderful stuff. And I I guess the cost of that is sleep. I guess about 9.30 p.m. I am done. I'm done about 8.30 actually. I am really tired. So last night I managed to get a pretty good night's sleep. So I woke up full of energy, did my little 30 minutes to thrive, and uh, yeah, having a great day so far. And I'm uh, very pleased that you're here with me. My topic today is a little bit more about recruiting. I guess more truth about recruiting. More truth about recruiters. I mentioned earlier in an episode earlier about what happens when a recruitment agency gets a job order from a a client and the differences between the recruiting services. You have your contingency search, you have your retainer search. So I talked about that in an earlier episode. I can't remember what episode that was. Three, maybe. So today I wanted to talk about the job seeker and their interaction with the recruiter. I continuously get contacted by a candidate candidates by job seekers looking for work and I'm very grateful that they reach out to me but the truth of the matter is I can't help them I can't help most of them and it's it depresses me a little bit I wish I could just help everybody but I can't and it's like that for all the other recruiters out in the field so it's kind of interesting it's a bit of a role reversal the recruiter will call a client and you know solicit a client and try to get a job order. And the role reversal comes when the candidate solicits the recruiter 
to try to get themselves a job. So it's kind of interesting. Now, just for your own information, there's really two ways a recruiter will make some money. One way is, you know, you call up the client, you call up the company, you get a client, get a job order, take all the information down, find the candidate, fill the job order, get your fee. So that's one way to do it, getting a job order. Now, if you have a great client, maybe a large company that throws you 10 jobs at a time, beautiful. You just work on that client, fill out all their jobs. It's a beautiful thing. The second way to do it is to market a candidate. A recruiter will take a candidate and they will market the candidate. Uh, you know, hopefully with the permission. I'm sure, with, of course, with the permission. Anytime I've ever done it, I've gotten permission. Absolutely. So how that works is the, I guess it's like getting a job order for a recruiter. They will approach the client, the prospect, and the, their, the presentation will be not about how great our recruiting agency is and we can work on your jobs. The, the presentation would rather be, I have this great candidate. This is their value A. This is their value B. They've identified you as a, as a potential company. I wanted to know if you might be interested in meeting with this person. That sort of thing. It's a, it's a presentation on the benefits and features of a candidate. If the presentation goes well and there is a real need, then the client will agree, then you'll sign an a fee agreement, and then all of a sudden you'll have a job order. Or you might just be able to do a, like a one-off where you'll get the candidate an interview, they'll get hired, he'll get hired, you'll make a fee, she'll get hired, you'll make a fee. So those are the two different ways of doing it for the recruiter. Now. For the job seeker, getting in touch with a recruiter is an excellent idea. It's an absolutely excellent idea. Any of my clients that are job seekers, I always tell them, get your resume out there, call the recruiters, get your resume in their database, just go for it. But what I tell them more specifically is that if you're going to do that, make sure at the top of the list, you get the recruiters that have specializations. So if you're a salesperson, give your resume to a sales recruiter. If you work in the consumer packaged goods industry, ensure that you give your resume to recruiters in that industry. Always a great idea. Always a great idea. Now, when a candidate reaches out to a recruiter and they're looking for help, then it's a different story. And I just want to give you the truth on this. And I tell this to people, and I can't help myself, but I feel that people should really know. Now, of course, it depends on the candidate, but oftentimes I will get contacted and I will get people telling me, please help me. Can you please help me? This is what's happened to me. And oftentimes, when it's a cry for help, something really awful has happened to them. Of, I assume no fault of their own. In the business world, crazy things happen. Things change so quickly. 
it's really depressing at times. And wrong place, wrong time, disasters occur. And well, you know, isn't that life for you? I, I had this one teacher tell me that we're always in between disasters. Anyways, I, I've seen a lot of disasters in the recruiting industry. So when they come, the candidate comes looking for help, I have to be honest with them. So I'm going to share with you on what I would tell them. Myself personally, now that you know the two ways of how a recruiter will, will make money, uh, they'll get a job order or they'll market candidates. I market candidates. This is my approach. I've been doing this approach the last little while and it's served me very well. I will market candidates. It's an easier way for me to do it. It's more fun also for me. But when I market candidates, I have criteria. And the only way I can do it is if a candidate has, one, excellent experience. I can't market anyone with that doesn't have excellent experience. It's just not going to work. Number two is staying power within companies. A candidate has to be, they really should be employed, and their track record, they should at least be with companies three years plus. Candidates that have one year, two years, jumping around, they're referred to as jumpers, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And then the final criteria is, is really based on performance and accomplishments, is what I ask people is like, how can I sell you? So there has to be some compelling accomplishments. You know, that whole features benefit thing where I could take that information and use that as a selling tool to get that candidate a job interview. So there's three really powerful things that I need to be able to work with a candidate. One is, you know, performance accomplishments, staying power and work experience. If you're asking a recruiter for help, keep those three things in mind. Now, I'll leave you with this to the job seeker. I guess this podcast is mostly for the job seeker. But before you approach any recruiter or even submit a resume for that matter, just get everything in order. Everything. Make sure your resume is pristine and beautiful. Your LinkedIn profile is equally beautiful and have your references in order. These are the things that are going to sell you. Your resume will be that first thing that an employer sees. And then after that, they're going to check you out. So those two big tools, those are your tools. Those are your selling tools. So ensure that ensure that you are 100% on those before you send those out. So a recruiter is not going to do that for you. You have to do that for yourself. There, they, those things are the perfect inter, the perfect tools to get you the interview, and once you have that interview, you have that face-to-face interview. That's when the selling begins. That's when you can begin to sell yourself, and then you will need a recruiter to sell you because you are selling yourself. So that's it. That's um, the episode. So I thank you for listening. I hope you see some value in that, and I wish you well and make it a great day. 
Thank you for listening to the Work Utopia podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and connect with Alexander on LinkedIn. If your company or organization is looking for an executive recruiter, contact Alexander on LinkedIn or via email at alex at workutopia.com. 